You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode 223, Why Strong Leaders Are Still Needed, Part 3. And we've been talking about the need for, uh, just like the title says, strong leaders. There's such a a lack of strong leadership in society today, and in some circles it's even frowned upon. Uh, We seem to want weak leadership, and you see this in... Uh, politics, you see it in church, you see it pretty much in every setting. There, there's this idea that if, if somebody's a strong leader, if they um, really uh, want to take an organization somewhere, if they um, lead from a position of strength, if they lead with confidence that there's something wrong with that, and that's that just couldn't be further from the truth. And so we, we've dealt with some really important issues in the first two parts of this episode. And uh, as we close out today with part three, um, I, I want to highlight a few reasons why we still need strong leadership, and I think this will help you. But first, I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Miracles in Mark. If, if you've read the Bible, if you've read the New Testament, you know the first four books in the New Testament are the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, what you might not know is that Mark is the first gospel that was written. In fact, it's the source for Matthew and Luke. And so it's so good to be able to dig in and look at the primary source for those other two incredible gospels. And uh, Miracles in Mark actually focuses on all of the miracles, all of the healings, all of the supernatural experiences that we see in this incredible gospel. It's perfect for individual Bible study as well as group study. Uh, The chapters are, most of them are pretty short. There's some discussion questions at the end, and I know that it will really help you. So check out Miracles in Mark. There'll be a link in the show notes, and you can get a hold of your copy. Well, all right, we are back, and I want to just jump back into why strong leaders are still needed. And some of this material, I want to give credit to my pastor, Jeff Kane. Some of this stuff he shared recently in a uh, staff meeting, and I've kind of taked it, t- took, taken it and tweaked it a little bit. But, uh, you know, some of these ideas were here, his and, and just really worth uh, um, thinking about and reflecting on. You know, often in organizational settings, whether it's a church, whether it's a school, whether it's a business, um, if you're in leadership, the question that's in front of you is, what is next? What's the next thing? What's the next program? What's the next big sales promotion? What's the, the, the next outreach that we're doing as a church? Um, what's the next territory that we're moving into as a business? What's the next product? What's next is often the question that leaders deal with. But, you know, 
if you're a leader who believes in developing those around you, if you're a leader who wants to leave a legacy, if you're a leader who wants to to really create a team um, to help you take the organization to another level, the question really, it's not that we don't throw the question what's next away, but we also add another very, very important question, and that's who is next? What's next, but also who is next? Who are we developing? Who are we taking with us? Who's the next leader coming up behind you? You know, in our church, we, we, we actually talk about working ourselves out of a job. You know, if we're in a particular role, a particular setting, we, we, we talk about working to the place where we can raise somebody else up and release the job that we have to them and then moving on and, and doing something else. And this is not always the case, but it is something that we, in, in, in many circles and, and in many of our departments, that we really push towards. So what's next, but also who's next? Who are you taking with you? Um, and, and how do we do this? You know, very often we, we, we look at those around us and we, we kind of shrug our shoulders and we go, well, I guess that's who I'm stuck with. But really, I think um, if we're going to be effective in our leadership role, we also want to be those leaders who know how to, de- how to develop other leaders. Because, you know, it's not enough to just develop leaders, we want to develop leaders who know how to develop other leaders. Um, you know, we say in, in our church all the time, we don't want to create followers, we want to create leaders who know how to create other leaders. And this is a, a very powerful principle of leadership. And how do we do that? Well, first of all, we have to see people through different eyes. Because if we just look at them through the same eyes, and, and, and we look at these people and we, we see them as they are now, then we'll never take them on the journey of where they can go. Because at some point in our lives, somebody believed in us. At some point in our lives, somebody saw us and saw potential in us and was willing to invest in us. There are very few leaders that are self-made. At some point, somebody influenced you. Somebody helped you. Somebody took you by the hand, literally or figuratively, and took you down a journey where you could develop your gift. We have to do the same thing. And so when we look... If the people around us, are we looking for potential? Are we looking for um, the ability to grow? Are, do, do we see that this person maybe does have um, the ability it just needs to be dealt with? So we're not just looking at them as they are now. We want to see them as they can become. Who are they called to be? What are they called to do? And, you know, those are two important questions. Who are we called to be and what are we called to do? And as a leader, you'll never... Um, discover the answer to those questions of the people on your team unless you have conversations with them, unless you ask them, what are your goals? Where do you want to go? And this isn't just in the the yearly performance review. This is throughout the year, talking to them, getting to know them. Who are they? Where do they want to go? What do they want to do? So we need to see who people can become. Our job as leaders, now and this is in a spiritual setting. If you're not a Christian, that's cool. But as, as, as Christian leaders... What we we say is we always want to point people back to Christ, back to Jesus, because ultimately it's Him, the Holy Spirit working inside of somebody that that really does change them and help them to get better. But also there's a practical set of uh, things that we can take people through, and we'll, we'll talk about those in just a couple of minutes. So, so when we see people and we begin to see people differently, not as they are, but as they can as they um, can become. When we see people through a different set of eyes, now we want to 
speak life into their world. Now we want to take them on that journey of leadership. Because if I just see them as they are, that's nothing special. They can see themselves as they are. I can see the weaknesses that they have. Most people understand the weaknesses that they have. But but again, a strong leader, a good leader, is one who knows how to develop those around him. And so he's able to see really maybe even deeper than the person themselves can see and to see potential. And then after we see that potential, now we want to speak life into the world. Now we want to literally or figuratively take them on the journey with us, take them by the hand and take them somewhere. You know, we're not just called to build an organization. We're called to build people because every organization is only as strong as the people that are a part of it. And this is so, so especially true in the case of the leaders. So we want to to develop people. We want to build people. So how can we do that? How can we develop people? How can we develop those around us? Of course, as we said, on a spiritual level, we want to point them back to Christ. And, you know, there's there's a definitely a, a, an amount of responsibility for where leaders do need to be. If you're in a, in a Christian organization where you do need to be seeking God and reading your Bible and praying and, and growing as a Christian, but also on a practical level, growing as a leader, what can we do? I want to give you five quick things. First of all, The reason we need strong leaders more than ever is strong leaders believe in those around them. Um, There's nothing more powerful than knowing that the boss believes in you, that your supervisor believes in you. And strong leaders are not intimidated by other strong leaders. They believe in them, and, and they're not afraid to work with them. So, we, we believe in them. Strong leaders believe in the people around them. And if you don't believe in the people around you, then probably need to make a couple of changes. Either change them or change you. Um, you know, and if, if, if you're in a position to do that. Because we want to have people around us who we can believe in that aren't perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's arrived yet, but at least people that you see potential in. Number two, give them opportunities. If you believe in them, Give them opportunities. If, you, if, if you're seeing them not as they are, but as they can become, start to give them opportunities to grow. Number three, give them feedback. And, and, and this is, this is going to tell you so much about that person. Can they receive the feedback? Because you can see potential in people. You can see them as they can become. But if they're not willing to listen to the feedback then they're probably not going to reach that potential. It's just going to go untapped. So be willing to give them opportunities. Be willing to give them feedback. And I'm not talking about criticism necessarily, although it might that might seem like what it is, but it's constructive feedback on how to help them get better. And, and we may do a session sometime on how we can, can, can set up one of those sessions because it's got to be the right time. It's got to be the right place. Um, and, 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 and done in such a way that the, the person feels um, that you're not berating them, but the things that you're sharing, the feedback that, but feedback that you're sharing, both positive and negative, is given to help them reach the potential that you see inside them. Number four, increase their responsibility. We've talked about giving them opportunities, but responsibility carries the connotation of day after day. You give them opportunities to try new things, absolutely. But now you're also increasing their responsibility. Can they handle more weight? You know, the way that a muscle grows is you add more weight to the bar. If you want to get bigger in the gym, you have to do more weight. And in leadership, if we want to get better, 
We have to be able to handle more weight. And this is for the people that we see, that we want to develop, that we want to help grow. We give them more responsibility. We don't overwhelm them, but we begin to give them more to see if they can handle it, to see if they've got the capacity to grow into the potential that we see. So I've given you four things. I'm going to give you one more in a minute, but let me just recap. We believe in them. We give them opportunities. We give them feedback. We increase their responsibility. And then number five, ongoing coaching. You've given them feedback. If they've gotten to this point and they're still with you, now we we look at ourselves. Um, is One of the hats that we wear as a leader is a coach, and we give ongoing coaching to our team. Ways that they can improve, ways that they can grow. Um, we give them ongoing coaching so that they can reach the potential that we see inside of them. Why are strong leaders still needed? Because we need people who know how to develop other leaders. Any organization, any society is only going to be as strong as its leaders. Weak leadership begets weak organizations, and it creates a leadership vacuum within that organization. So we need strong leaders more than we've ever needed them before. Well, I hope this has been good. I hope this has been helpful. We'll jump into something else next week. Um, I would encourage you to go to davidspell.com. Sign up to get my free newsletter if you have not done so. Um, You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. It's great to stay in touch with you. If you enjoy the podcast, go to iTunes. Give me a quick review. That really helps. And uh, make sure you share it with a friend. Well, friends, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep strong in your leadership.